0: This podcast was recorded for the Sound Environment Show on Radio Galari. Radio Galari is a community radio station based in the Kimberley, Western Australia. For more information, go to www.galari.com.
1: I'm Kat Taylor and I'm very lucky to have in the studio with me, both uh, Dr. Anne Paulina and also Shane Thompson. We've invited you here into the studio today to give a bit of a rundown on the Broomshire Council meeting uh, a week and a half ago, I believe. particularly in relation to the motion to become a, for Broome to become a frack-free zone. Uh, Dr Anne Polina, can you tell us a bit about what happened at that meeting?
2: Yeah, I think there's still some questions that uh, everybody would like to know about the meeting, but from my perspective as an elected councillor, what I did was I followed best practice principles of the Shire and I uh, submitted a motion uh, that was in response to the officer's recommendation in regards to the item of fracking that was coming before council. And um, I believe, as I said, was following best practice and the usual practice of council. So um, I was very disappointed when the Shire president did not put my motion up so that the other councillors could become informed about what my perspective on this motion was. So, um, yes, it was um, quite distressing, and I believe that I was not treated fairly and rationally in this uh, Process, and uh, I'm still looking for some answers to some of the questions I have in my mind.
1: Before we get into that a bit more, can we just
2: go over what those motions were that were,
1: you know, that were being put forward in, in that meeting?
2: Yeah. Um, well, I um, took the middle ground, and basically, what I was looking for was an opportunity to. Uh, not say yes or no to fracking, but um, because this is a contentious issue, not just around the state and around the country, but internationally, mm-hmm. I was asking for more time so that the community could be better informed about fracking, um, requiring an opportunity to work with the CEO and other council members in regards to you know, some of the issues that are of concern. One, in terms of the parliamentary inquiry into fracking, which has not been founded at this point. Two, that there's potential... Um, legal ramifications in terms of a a challenge to Buru and, um, yeah, just looking at all of the science and all of the information and saying that we need more time as a counsellor. and and as council in regards to, you know, the principles of uh, precautionary principles and do no harm. So as a scientist, I'm looking for more information, more evidence, and that's what I was putting on the table. Not to say yes, not to say no, but a process whereby we could work with the community to generate the information that I believe needs to fully inform council, but also the community in terms of the concerns that fracking may bring to the area.
1: And um, what was the reaction from the rest of the council at that meeting?
2: Well, uh, you know, as I said, um, I'm not sure in regards to what their response was. As I said, I don't believe I was treated fairly and rationally. I believe I was following best practice principles of submitting a motion well before the business of council has started. So I was, you know, quite perturbed uh, as to why the Shire president did not put my motion on the table. One, so that the other councillors could see the position I was coming from, not saying yes or not saying no, but asking more time to get the science Mm -hmm. and industry knowledge certainly.
1: And to put that in the context of the Shire meeting, it was, well, you put it up at a meeting where there were two other sets of motions about fracking, weren't there? So there was one set from, I think, the Broome Chamber of Commerce which was asking the Shire to essentially support mining companies and resource companies, including Buru. And another motion coming from uh, the community forum, which was asking the shire to declare Broome a frack-free zone. So, your your motion really did take a middle ground between those two, didn't it?
2: Well, it did take a middle ground. And in regards to the first motion, what I'm saying is that I agree that business, any business, should have the right to consult with the shire of Broome, especially in terms of economic development. So, I believe that's people's right um, from a business perspective to be able to engage with council. So, I thought I thought that was quite reasonable, and I. I think that opportunity should be given to all businesses in the Shire of Broome.
1: And um, it sounds like ultimately the the outcome of this motion uh, not being looked at in that meeting was your resignation. Can you tell us a bit more about your
2: decision? Well um, I have foreshadowed my resignation. As I said I am an elected council member to the Council of Broome and um, you know, I, I just feel that I have not been treated fairly and rationally, and um, and so as I said, this is not. I'm not resigning because it's sour grapes and I'm walking away because we lost the vote. I'm talking about procedural fairness, and as a shy council, I feel that I should be treated with respect, um, and in terms of due diligence in regards to a very contentious matter, I think the the uh, um, the fairness was not afforded to me, and I, I'm quite concerned that if the rules aren't the same for anyone, how can we play a fair game?
1: And, you know, it's so important um, to have these procedural things in place. So, as you say, it is a fair game. Uh, Shane Thompson, you are the coordinator of Frack Free Kimberley. You were also at the this um, same, from all accounts, dramatic meeting. What was your impression?
0: Well, Cat, dramatic meeting is the uh, term to use. Um, it was a good Audience, There was about 100 people in the public gallery, which oh. was a really good turnout. Well, it, it all happened so fast. Um, I think that was the thing that stunned a lot of people because, of course, me being there in my capacity as the coordinator for the Frack Free Kimberley campaign, um, we were waiting for the motion to be tabled, the original motion, and knowing that there was going to be a alternative motion put up, but suddenly, all of a sudden, the motion was uh, moved and then seconded. Which didn't give the opportunity for uh, Councillor Polina to um, put her motion through.
1: It's getting a bit confusing with all these different sets of motions. <laughs> so much movement at that meeting. Okay. Shame. So what, what, what were the, okay. what were the motions? Okay. That I'll, I'll read put the
0: Frack <laughs> Free motion that was going to be put up, and this was from the electors' meeting back in December. So the Frack Free motion stated that the shire. That the Broome Shire declares the Shire of Broom frack free in solidarity with the Yaru traditional owners' standpoint on no fracking in Yaru country, as stated in their 2014 annual general report. So I believe it was around about 93% of Yaru that uh, had said that uh, they want to say no to fracking. Um, and they wanted more information on it. So that was the motion that was put up. And then, of course, you heard what uh, Councillor Polina's um, mo- amendment to that was.
1: And do you feel like the results of the meeting were a just divisive outcome? There seems to um, be almost a dichotomy between people who are against fracking and people uh, who are, I guess, pro-industry, or at least that's what you know you might believe from the media oh, but it's not as simple as that is it
0: well it it yeah it does unfortunately seem to be an us and them situation that's arised but what we should be looking at doing is looking at the middle ground and then working for the middle ground because we all want the same thing we want prosperity for broom we do want you know sort of future employment but we want sustainable employment and we certainly do come to the kimberley and enjoy the lovely beauty of the Kimberley, so we don't want that uh, ruined in any way at all. So it's a logical thing to not go fast on something that is so new, slow it down, ask the questions, get the answers, and then we can make an informed decision. But we feel that just how the Shire meeting went is that unfortunately the Council weren't listening to that education aspect that needs to happen.
1: Just uh, following following on from that uh, Dr Amperlin I believe that sustainable economies are a bit of a,
2: a passion of yours. Well I, I think that's particularly true. I think one of the things is when you're talking particularly to Aboriginal people I think we need to be looking at what are the alternative paradigms and for me My work in the last 10 years has been focused around science, culture, conservation, and I believe that there's a real opportunity, particularly in the Kimberley, to look at global geoparks, the Kimberley coastline, Roebuck Bay, the Matawara, you know, there's just such magnificent big landscape in in this area, and as I keep saying, these assets don't just belong to Australians, they belong to to the world, and so for me it's around culture, conservation, and all of these grounded in good science, but I think the opportunity is there, and we really need to market these global geoparks parks, not just nationally but to the world.